بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم In the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger We continue Umdat al-Ahkam the explanation of Umdat al-Ahkam the reference and rulings and we have reached now the uh, book on Salah, Kitab al-Salah. Al-Kitab, term Kitab, referring to that which comprises several types of matters. And under the Kitab, the ulama classify also a Bab, which will refer to one type and then they put what is called Faslun and this will comprise the Masail the cases, the issues this is the general classification of the scholars in their writings now the author Rahimahullah mentioned Kitab As-Salah As-Salah is the known worship which begins which has uh, actions and sayings in it known and beginning with uh, starting with takbir and ending up with taslim there is no doubt that it is the most meritorious and most asserted Rukun pillar of Islam after the testimony of faith of La ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah and it is the best of the physical actions of the body and most beloved to Allah from the physical deeds and it has been obligated upon those before us as it is the case with us as it is obligated upon us قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Imran chapter 3 verse 43 O Maryam, O Mary, submit yourself with obedience to your Lord, Allah, and prostrate yourself and irka'i along with the raka'in, bow with those who bow down. And in Surah Al-Isra, in 107, 109, Allah Ta'ala, قُلْ آمِنُوا بِهِ أَوْ لَا تُؤْمِنُوا إِنَّ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ إِذَا يُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ يَخِرُّونَ لِلْأَذْقَانِ سُجَّدًا وَيَقُولُونَ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّنَا إِنْ كَانَ وَعْدُ رَبِّنَا لَمَفْعُولًا وَيَخِرُّونَ لِلْأَذْقَانِ يَبْكُونَ وَيَزِيدُهُمْ خُشُوعًا Sayyid Muhammad Wasallam to them believe in it, the Quran, or don't believe in it, verily those who were given the knowledge before it, meaning the Jews and the Christians, 
when it is recited to them, fall down on their faces in humble, like those of, like those Abdullah bin Salam and Salman al-Farisi who believed from them. And they say, Glory be to our Lord, truly the promise of our Lord must be fulfilled. And they fall down on their faces weeping, and it adds to their humility. So, Salah is obligated upon all nations, because there can be no way for the correctness of the heart except by Salah. قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Ankabut 29-45 إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر Verily, a salah prevents from al-fahsha, great sins of every kind, unlawful sexual intercourse, and al-munkar, every kind of evil, wicked deeds. And what indicates the merits of this worship is that first Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it upon his prophet without any in-between. And we don't know of anything obligated upon the Messenger sallallahu without an in-between except the salah. Secondly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it in the highest place reached by a human. And the Messenger ﷺ was in the seventh heaven. Thirdly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it upon His Messenger on the best night for the Prophet ﷺ, and that's the night of the ascension. So therefore it achieved the honor of the place and the honor of the time as well. Fourthly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala obligated it 50 prayers initially, and this indicates his love of it, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that he loves of his slaves to be always in salah, in prayers. However, it is from his mercy, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he made it five in action and fifty on the scale, meaning its reward, fifty salah in action. The reward of fifty salah. And this came explicit in Sahih al-Bukhari, in the hadith of the Ma'raj, the hadith of the ascension, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the salah, هِيَ خَمْسٌ وَهِيَ خَمْسُونَ It is five and it is fifty. Fifthly, there is no action whose abandonment in Islam constitutes kufr, disbelief, except salah. as mentioned by Abdullah bin Shaqiq, rahimahullah. He said, كان أصحاب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يرون شيئا من الأعمال تركه كفر إلا الصلاة. The companions of the Prophet did not see 
that the abandonment of any action constitutes kufr except salah. Sixthly, <coughs> it is obligated every day. And the obligations other than tawheed, which is the essence of the message, don't occur every day. Fasting is annual. Al-Hajj is once in a lifetime. The Zakah is annual. This in itself is a proof, another proof, for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His love for Salah and His caring for it, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The seven merit or indication of its merit is that there is no worship where the person is in private conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala other than in salah. So salah is a private conversation between the person and Allah where the person says in Surah Al-Fatiha in the Salah Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen all praise is due to Allah the Lord of all that exist so Allah says in response Hamadani Abdi my slave praised me and similarly with the other verses he responds to each verse subhanahu wa ta'ala and this indicates its merit. The eighth indication of its merit is that the salah is not dropped in any under any condition, under any situation, even if some of its conditions may be missed. So if we assuming that some person, a person, cannot make wudu and cannot avoid filth, nor he can direct himself to the qibla. These are conditions for salah, and then the time of the salah comes, compensates. Then it is duty bound upon him to make the salah on whatever condition he may be. And this is the preponderating opinion. So therefore the correct opinion is that the Salah is not dropped as long as there is affirmed sanity with the person. The ninth indication Congregation is not legalized except in Salah. As to the Hajj, there is congregation and there is also individual works. There is congregation in a place and uh, at a time. However, each one may do the ibadah by himself. And there is no legalization to have an imam to follow as to the fasting people come together in one month by necessity 
And as to the zakah, each one gives his zakah on its due time. And that's why, based upon this, the one who abandons the salah is a kafir. Even though if he says that it is farida, an obligation, and testifies that it is an obligation, and that it's a must. However, if he abandons the salah, However, if he abandons the salah out of laziness, then he is a kafir who exits the fold of Islam, to kufr. As to the one who denies it, then he is a kafir even if he performs the salah. So if we assume that a man says these five prayers, are nafila, are optional, then this is kufr. He is a kafir. Because he denies the obligation, an obligation from the obligations of Islam, which is also a consensus. There is consensus upon it. And from this we know that whoever takes the hadith of the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam al-ahdu alladhi baynana wa baynahum as-salafa man tarakaha faqad kafar the covenant between them the kafirs and us is the salah is the prayer who abandons it so whoever abandons it commits kufr those who say that this is applicable upon the one who denies it such an understanding is incorrect because it is not a condition on falling it's not a condition for falling in kufr for the one who denies it to abandon that meaning the abandonment is not a condition for the one who denies the salah originally rather if he performs the salah then he is still a kafir because he denies it and that's why when it was said to Imam Ahmad rahimahullah concerning the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah An-Nisa in 4.93 وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجَزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمُ خَالِدًا فِيهَا وَغَضِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَلَعَنَهُ وَأَعَدَّ لَهُ عَذَابًا عَظِيمًا وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجِزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمُ خَالِدًا فِيهَا وَغَضِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَلَعَنَهُ وَعَدَّ لَهُ عَذَابًا عَظِيمًا And whoever kills a believer intentionally, his recompense is hell to abide therein, and the wrath and the curse of Allah are upon him, and a great punishment is prepared for him. When when he was asked about this, that there are people who say that this refers to the person who considers it permissible to kill when he commits the killing, he said, Subhanallah, 
المستحل لقتله كافر وإن لم يقتله the one who considers it permissible to kill is a kafir even if he does not kill him so this threat befalls upon him even though he may not kill him so therefore the the issue therefore of kufr centers upon the abandonment and it's not to be carried upon the creed so the shirk in the hadith or the kufr in the hadith between the man and shirk or kufr and kufr is the abandonment of salah this refers to the action itself the action of the abandonment not the issue of believing or denying the salah rather Because the one who denies the salah, it is not a condition to impute kufr upon him by his abandonment. Because he is kafir for denying it to start with. So if he prays while denying it from the perspective of a creed, then he is a kafir. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Maryam, in Surah Maryam 19, 59 and 60, فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ أَضَاعُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَاتَّبَعُوا الشَّهَوَاتِ فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّا إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ أَضَاعُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَاتَّبَعُوا الشَّهَوَاتِ فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّا إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ Then there has succeeded them a Posterity who have given up Salah the prayers and have followed lusts so they will be thrown in hell except those who repent and believe and work righteousness such will enter paradise and they will not be wronged in aught so this indicates that the first is not a believer and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surat At-Tawbah in 9-11 فَإِنْ تَابُوا وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتَوُوا الزَّكَاةَ فَإِخْوَانُكُمْ فِي الدِّينَ But if they repent and perform the salah and give zakah then they are your brethren in the deen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore conditioned for the establishment of brotherhood in the deen three conditions At-Tawbah min al-Shirk Repentance from Shirk Second, and establishing the Salah And third, Ita' al-Zakah Giving the due alms So what's understood from this verse is that if One of these three is not fulfilled Then they are not brothers in the Deen then they are not brothers in the deen. And if they are not brothers in the deen, then they are kafirs. Because no matter how the sins uh, are great, they don't take the person out of the deen as long as they, the sins, are not mukaffirah, are not of the kufr type. But if someone asks the question, your 
your understanding of this verse as evidence, verse of Surah At-Tawbah, except those who repent, فَإِنْ تَابُوا أَقَامُ الصَّلَاةِ if they repent and perform salah and give zakah wa atu zakah fayakhwanukum fi din then they are your brother in the deen if if he if he claims that this is contradicted because you say that the one who abandons zakah is not a kafir and this ayah linked the zakah to the salah the answer is yes This is the case. However, we did not take the saying of the that the person who abandons zakah is a kafir because the sunnah affirmed to us that he is not a kafir. And we take all the texts together. And thus there is no contradiction. This is based on the hadith of Abu Huraira. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Concerning those who withhold the zakah. Anyone who holds. wealth and does not pay its zakah, his wealth will turn into sheets heated in hellfire, with which his sides and forehead will be continuously branded until Allah, sides, until Allah judges between his slaves in a day which is 50,000 year long. After that he will either end up in Jannah, in paradise, or Jahannam, or hell. So the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, he will find his way either to Jannah or to hell. This is evidence that he is not on kufr. So therefore, zakah is excluded by the sunnah. That the abandonment of the zakah does not uh, obligate the kufr. Right? Based on this. Although some scholars even consider that the Abandonment of the Salah is also kufr that takes the person out of Islam. And even this is one narration from Imam Ahmed. But therefore, there is no doubt that the one who abandons the Salah, there is no doubt in his kufr, even though he may admit to its obligation. And if he is a kafir, then there are certain matters entailed upon him. First, he is not permitted to be married to a Muslim and this is a very dangerous matter which we should give proper attention to so therefore therefore, before asking so one should really ask the following question in case someone comes to ask the hand of a Muslim woman the question is does he make salah or not does he pray or not because if a marriage of contract is concluded with someone who does not pray then it is nullified 
and the woman is not permissible to be married to by this person by way of this contract. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon him repentance and the contract has been already made, then in this case the contract must be made again. A new contract. قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Mumtahina 60 verse 10 فَإِنْ عَلِمْتُمُوهُنَّ مُؤْمِنَاتٍ فَلَا تَرْجِعُوهُنَّ إِلَى الْكُفَّارِ لَا هُنَّ حِلٌّ لَهُمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحِلُّونَ لَهُنَّ فَإِنْ عَلِمْتُمُوهُنَّ مُؤْمِنَاتٍ فَلَا تَرْجِعُوهُنَّ إِلَى الْكُفَّارِ لَا هُنَّ حِلٌّ لَهُمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحِلُّونَ all who you believe, when believing women come to you as immigrants, examine them, Allah knows best as to their faith. Then if you asserted that they are true believers, send them not back to the disbelievers. They are not lawful. They are not lawful wives for the disbelievers, nor are the disbelievers lawful husbands for them. Uh, the second matter which is entailed upon a person who abandons the salah, is that if the person abandons the salah after getting married, then his marriage is annulled from his wife because he becomes a murtad, an apostate. And if it is annulled, then there must be a separation between him and his wife and the woman. Then if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him and returns to Islam and begins the salah, she may be returned to him, otherwise no. However, if his tawbah is concluded before her before the end of her post-marital waiting period, then she is his wife. And if his tawbah takes place after her post-marital waiting period, then she will be given the choice of either returning to him or not returning to him. Thirdly, if any of his relatives die, then he does not inherit from him, meaning this one who does not pray, because he is an apostate. And the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith of Usama, which is agreed upon, لَا يَرِثُ الْكَافِرُ الْمُسْلِمِ The kafir does not inherit the Muslim. For example, if someone dies, leaving a son who does not pray, and leaving a blood brother, 
So the wealth will go to the blood brother. And nothing for his son. Because he is an apostate kafir. Similarly, if someone dies, leaving behind a son who does not pray, and a wife, and a blood brother, then the wife in this case will take the full one-fourth, not the one-eighth, because this kafir son, in this case, he does not hinder others. He does not hinder others. In this case, he does not hinder the wife. So she will take the complete one-fourth, and the rest will be for his blood brother. Question. Would his Muslim relatives inherit him or not? The majority of the people of, of, the, of, of knowledge, including the four imams, that if the one who abandons the salah dies, and the one who apostates by any way of ridda, apostasy, then his wealth goes to the Muslim treasury then his wealth goes to the Muslim treasury and his relative Muslims do not are not his ayahs because the Prophet ﷺ said وَلَا يَرِثُ الْمُسْلِمُ الْكَافِرَ and the Muslim does not inherit the kafir Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah however was with the opinion that the wealth of the apostate may go to his Muslim relatives, can be inherited. And he took as evidence, rahimahullah, that the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them all, when they fought the people of Ridda, the people of apostasy, they kept the inheritance going on. And he said that this is almost considered as consensus by the companions. However, the majority of the scholars, as you have heard, are on opposite opinion. Fourth, if the person who abandons the Salah dies, then it is forbidden upon his guardians and his family to wash him and to shroud him or to offer the funeral prayer upon him or to call other Muslims to make the funeral prayer upon him or to bury him in the Muslim cemeteries and accordingly if someone has a person who dies on this estate who abandons the Salah, dying as a murtad, an apostate, that needs to be taken to the wilderness and a ditch to be dug for him and 
wrapped in his clothes and buried. And it's forbidden to bring him to Muslims to conduct the funeral prayer upon him because he is a kafir and the kafir does not benefit from the intercession of the intercessors and it's not, it is forbidden for any Muslim to pray upon him or to seek mercy for him or to invoke Allah of forgetfulness upon him fifth the one who abandons the salah it is forbidden to eat from his slaughtered animal even if he mentions the name of Allah upon his sacrifice because it is dead meat since he slaughtered it as an apostate and it, had it been slaughtered by a Jew or a Christian after mentioning the name of Allah upon it then it is permissible so just contemplate the slaughtered by the Jew and the Christian can be eaten and the slaughtered animal from by the person who does not pray cannot be eaten we ask safety from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sixthly the one who does not pray and dies on that will be gathered on the day of resurrection with Fir'aun and Haman and Qarun and Ubay bin Khalaf the hypocrite so he will be deprived from his family and his wife and his children the Muslim ones who die on Islam because his destination is hellfire while the Muslims of his family their destination is paradise so this family to which he used to be with in this life family how the husband, the wife and the children relatives will be deprived from on the day of resurrection Allah Ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah At-Tur verse 21 5221 and those who believe and whose offspring follow them in faith to them shall we join their offspring and we shall not decrease the reward of their deeds in anything every person is a pledge for that which he has earned however this one who abandons the salah is not from those who believed so his offspring will not follow him will not join him because his offspring will be believers in paradise and he is in hell so therefore the matter is very very dangerous very very dangerous and that's why we must give this our utmost attention and advise those who don't pray and we tell them the matter is much greater 
than what you think. And from the amazing matters is that you find the person not praying while fasting. Though fasting comes in the fourth rank from the ranks, pillars, from the five pillars of Islam. And the Salah is in the second. This fasting that he does is not accepted from him. Because it is a fasting of someone who is a kafir. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah At-Tawbah, chapter 9, verse 54. إِلَّا أَنَّهُمْ كَفَرُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَبِرَسُولِهِ وَلَا يَأْتُونَ الصَّلَاةَ إِلَّا وَهُمْ كُسَالًا وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَ إِلَّا وَهُمْ كَارِهُونَ And nothing prevents their contributions from being accepted from them except that they disbelieved in Allah and in His Messenger and that they come not to us salah except in a lazy state and that they offer not contributions but unwillingly. So fasting is not accepted from him because he does not pray. And zakah, the same, is not accepted from him because he does not pray. And similarly the charity. However, with respect to the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَخْرِجُوا مِنَ النَّارِ مَنْ كَانَ فِي قَلْبِهِ مِثْقَالُ ذَرَّةٍ مِنْ إِيمَانِ Take out from the fire of hell the one who has in his heart the weight of a, an ant of faith the answer concerning this hadith is to say the one who abandons the salah does not have in his heart this degree of iman equivalent to the weight of an ant because the Prophet said in the other hadith بَيْنَ الرَّجُلِ وَبَيْنَ الْكُفْرِ وَالشِّرْكِ تَرْكُ الصَّلَاةِ Between man and kufr. And shirk is the abandonment of salah. So the Prophet ﷺ ruled upon him بِالْكُفْر That he is a kafir. And thus there is no equivalent of this degree of iman in his heart. And how could this be? When he says, when it is said to him, الصَّلَاةُ عَمُودُ الدِّينِ الصَّلَاةُ عَمُودُ الدِّينِ The salah is the pillar of deen. And Amud al-Islam, and the pillar of Islam, and man tarakaha fahuwa kafir, the one who abandons it is a kafir, and all these severe threats, which do not follow any other type of worship, and yet still he does not pray. Where is the iman? Where is faith? Had he had iman, he would not have abandoned the salah, knowing its easiness, easy actions. And does not take too long. And it is divided over five periods of the day. So where is Iman? Case. What is the ruling on the children of the one who does not pray? Are they related to him if he repents? Those children whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon him during the time when he does not pray, he abandoned the prayer, if he himself believes that it is kufr 
and that his wife is his relation with him is terminated then in this case his children are considered children of zina because they are they came at time when he believes that it is haram this relationship however if he is ignorant or that he asked some and told him that no this is not kufr and stayed with his wife and this is the case with most people then in this case his children are his children and legal because they came due to a relationship of nikah shubha doubtful case what's the ruling of someone who prays sometimes and does not pray other times the answer is this is a matter where the ulama differed rahimahumullah some of them rahimahumullah said anyone who abandons a single farida until its time is over without any excuse without any valid legal excuse then he is a kafir one single farida others said two faridas and others said that if the time of two faridas that can be combined ends like the Zuhur and Asr Maghrib and Isha and he did not pray then he commits kufr our shaykh rahimahullah is with the opinion that the abandonment that takes the person out of Islam is the total abandonment as to the one who prays sometimes and does not pray other times or other times or sometimes does not pray then this is he does not become a disbeliever because the principle is the continuity of Islam until the proofs are established of its annihilation of course in case he is in case he denies the salah or denies its obligation, then in this case he is kafir by his denial, not by his abandonment. And so the correct opinion with our Shaykh Rahimahullah is that he does not become a disbeliever unless he totally abandons the Salah. And he does not have the intention to pray. Case should respite be given to the person who abandons the Salah and for how long? This matter also there is difference of opinion amongst the scholars regarding it. 
in terms of is the respite a legal ruling or is it a judicial ruling left to the conclusions of the imam if the imam for example sees that there is a benefit to give him respite maybe he will repent then in this case he gives him otherwise he rules upon him to be killed as an apostate as to the time most of the matters in legal matters where there is repetition they come in the form of three the messenger وسلم, whenever he spoke he spoke three times and in his dua similarly and if he asked similarly case how to deal with the way, how to deal with the person who abandons the salah how to deal with the person who abandons the salah the one who totally abandons the salah is not to be one must not sit with him nor live with him and if the residence is yours then you have the right to expel him and if it is his then you leave it unless you hope for his guidance while taking the means in that direction in this case you may sit with him eat with him and drink with him lest he turns away from you and repels case what is meant by the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-ma'un verse 5 what is meant by sahun alladhina hum an salatihim sahun in surah al-ma'un verse 1 chapter 107 verse 5 chapter 107 verse 5 sahun who delay their salah from their stated fixed time the answer is sahun here this is the translation of the meaning that you see the answer for the term sahun for the for the word sahun meaning negligent meaning they don't care did they pray or they didn't whether they performed the obligation in salah or not whether they were tranquil in it or not so they are from those who conduct the salah but they don't give it what it deserves from the importance they may delay it from its fixed time and they may pray without tranquility this does not refer to the thoughts that may come upon the person while in salah now we want to stop here before we go to the times of salah which is the second part of this book on Salah in Umdat al-Ahkam we will leave this for the next time inshallah ta'ala because this requires also 
uh, elaboration. Sufficient, inshallah ta'ala, this introduction about salah now. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it a benefit for us and for all who listen to it. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it a benefit for those who had abandoned the salah or are negligent about it. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu alameen wa muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.